0: This is Random Randy Savage from Code Forty Five Podcast, and you're listening to the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, "You said people gonna die." The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under twelve parsecs. So no one to stop us this time.
1: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 389 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-host this week, the expert, Mr. Markelis
0: Riggins. What's your favorite scary movie? What's going on, everybody? I, I liked the one with Lindsay Lohan
1: and uh, Charlie Sheen when they were married. I think that was the best one. <laughs> And when there is a horror movie, you know Aubrey ain't coming to the podcast. So this
2: week, we had to bring in a special guest. It's
1: Alec from the Wheel of Horror Podcast. Alec, how the hell are you?
2: Hey, guys. What's going on? I'm doing great. I am very screamed out. I watched all five of them this weekend, so I'm I'm all caught up. Nice. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Okay. I had not
1: uh, seen part three since the theaters and i have not watched part four ever (laughs) oh so i guess i'm i'm not screamed out at this point Kellos, did you watch them in a marathon to catch up or no
0: i did i i'm not a big horror fan and uh i enjoyed the scream the first scream movie but i figured i'd rewatch them just to get caught up so yeah i watched all four of them this week leading up to the fifth one You guys are out of control. All
1: right. Well, you, the listener, are not out of control because you're here hanging out with us as we are three friends discussing the World of Nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got a little bit of news to talk about with some crazy Batgirl stuff going on. And then our review, of Scream 2022. Other than that, Markellis Reagans, how are you this week?
0: I am doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I am on my mission to watch 31 movies uh, by <laughs> January 31st, uh, and I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I, watch, uh, I went to go see West Side Story in the theaters because uh, you know S- Steven Spielberg has earned my money. You know He's a talented enough director. I, can, I feel like I could give him a few bucks to help out his career. Uh, so I saw that, and I went to see uh, – oh, I saw the original West Side Story. <laughs> so I saw, I've seen them both this week. Oh, uh, So I am, uh, you know, Alec is all screamed out. I'm all musical doubt. I'm all snapping my fingers down the street, musical out.
1: Say, <laughs> so we've seen you walking back and forth in your neighborhood, and snapping your fingers at, at people. So yeah, uh, come, more than usual, more, more than, than your usual <laughs> snapping your fingers at people. So interesting. <laughs> Alec, tell us all about the Wheel of Horror podcast, what it is all about and what's going on with it.
2: Yeah, so The Wheel of Horror, we are just about to hit 150 episodes, and, we, yeah. and uh, we started it back in October of 2020, it was like the height of the pandemic, and we were just bored out of our minds, so me and my best friend uh, from Connecticut, uh, Eric, we've known each other for 25 years, and we were like, you know what, let's just record our conversations about horror movies, so what we did is we just, uh, for 31 days in October, we would watch a movie, record it, I'd edit it and upload it, and we did that every day for the month of October, and then we're like, this is fun, but maybe we should do it once a week. And it's kind of just been spiraling from there. We now cover TV shows, new films. Uh, but every Monday it's it's horror, and every Friday it's the newest, freshest films. So that's uh, that's about us. You can find us everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, our website, everything. Awesome. Well, it is
1: great to have you here. Thank you guys for jumping in. Uh, Aubrey does not do horror films. If you're a longtime listener to the podcast, you know, uh, she had a panic attack in the theater watching <laughs> Halloween, 2018. And that was the last time we ever asked her to watch a horror movie, uh, ever again. <laughs> now I have a panic attack when we're watching things and I'm like, this might be a little scary. Uh, this might be a little too scary <laughs> for Aubrey. <laughs> I get, I get worried. I get worried. But, uh, as for myself, I am uh, still working my took us off at work. Um, yeah, it's just been it's been wild. Corona uh, blizzard going on right now. It's going to swarm. We got the bl- the Corona firestorm going on right now. And I just got to deal with all of it. That, that's pretty much my week. I spend three to four hours on, a day on the phone and in conference calls about coronavirus. I gotta do all my other regular work stuff. It's just I have no time, no time to watch TV movies. I have no time to watch, listen to podcasts, any of that stuff. It's just very boring and a lot of working. So I wish I had something more exciting for you to talk about. But enough about us, Markellis Reagan's. Yes. Why don't we talk about us? Why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard podcast.
0: All right. So everybody can go over to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. Uh, you'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, you'll find some recommendations on new movies, books, and TV shows from the awesome Adam Molyhock. Uh You'll also find our merchandise there. We have a tea Public Store where you can shop to get some T-shirts, sweatshirts, journals, coffee mugs, baby onesies, all types of things with the Soul Wizard podcast logo and designs all over it. Uh, You can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. So definitely get at us. Uh, You can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. You can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, my personal favorite Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Molly Hawk, including movie reviews, trailers. Uh, trailer reactions and interviews Uh, we have a patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show shout out to all of our podcasting family in the geek world all stars podcast and network back to you joey your pants take off the prawn and be a man
1: uh, thanks for uh thanks for playing a sports drop after uh, the worst patriots <laughs> playoff loss in, in franchise history yeah, i really f- appreciate it.
0: i figured you would appreciate that one
1: <laughs> i uh I, went, I had to buy my son's shoes today and the lady at the desk was like oh you're not home watching football and i was like no football season ended last night ma'am <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I took the shoes and walked away. That's so mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got some news to discuss. Let's drop the drop and let's talk the news.
0: Yo, it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so uh, this week in Nerdy News, we have a little bit of news on the DCEU kind of it looks like uh, we have to go back to them. We have to go back. Back, Ugh. yeah, yeah, back to uh, the promises that uh, Warner Brothers have been making to us. It looks like the the Batgirl movie that is going to be on HBO Max. Uh, it looks like we got our first image of Leslie Grace in the new Batgirl outfit. Again, it's going to be coming on to HBO Max this year. Uh, Leslie Grace will be playing. I guess playing Barbara Gordon. Uh, we do know Michael Keaton is returning as Batman, and we do know J.K. Simmons is going to be Commissioner Gordon. Not sure how this all fits in, but we got our first look. Uh, what did you think of the new look costume? Let's start with our guest, Alec.
2: Yeah, um, I'm just gonna be very honest up front. I'm not a huge superhero guy, but I am very impressed with this new outfit. It uh, it's very form-fitting. Uh looks she looks comfortable and badass. <laughs> And um, yeah, I guess was was Batgirl Alicia Silverstone? Was that the same character? Oh yeah, from the okay, okay. So that's kind of where my Batgirl knowledge ends. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm a fan, and HBO Max seriously, everything they put out is really good. So I don't see why this
0: would not also be good. Excellent, excellent. All right, Joey, what about you, man? How did you feel about the the look of the new Batgirl suit?
2: I was really surprised.
1: It looks good. Uh, it looks a lot like Burnside Batgirl from the comics from a few years ago. looks Looks great, man. I, I was really surprised. Uh, Batgirl costume can go a lot of different ways, and it can look really ass uh, depending <laughs> on what they want to do. So, uh, I, I was very happy. It does not look terrible. And uh, what's her name from uh, what the, What the fuck movie was she, she in? Was the Heights. In right? the Heights. Yeah. She's is, was she the girl running on the side of the building with the other guy? Yes, that's her. All right, well there you go. She's already used to walking up the side of buildings like Batman, so <laughs> she, so she's ready to rock and roll. Now she looks good in the costume, man. We'll see. Uh, I'm perfectly happy with cute uh, young girls replacing Ben Affleck, so let, let's keep it up. <laughs> oh my god,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I realize that I'm I'm kind of a, a, an idiot when it comes to uh, Batgirl stuff because when I think of the Batgirl costume, I think of I immediately think of the. Cassandra Cain costume, the all black uh, with the yellow bat with no, uh, outline, with no face. Yeah, with no face. Like when I, when someone says Batgirl, I either think of that or I think of the animated TV show Batgirl, the gray, the gray and blue suit. So when I'm looking at this, and I I know what the Batgirl costume looks like in the comic books. Like I remember when they redesigned it and it gave her the more like um like utility look. You know, the leather jacket and the little cape. And the you know the the yellow bat symbol, and I remember they redesigned the the costume in the comic book. I'm like, oh, that looks pretty cool. And then when I saw the live action picture, I'm like, why does this feel so familiar to me? And it's not because it's based on a comic book. It's based on the the 1966 TV show. Like I completely mm. forgot that her costume was purple with a big yellow bat in the front of it. Like I it. I never put two and two together. So now I'm looking at it, and it reminds me of the '66. She's, she's missing the bullet bra, though, Mark. She Doesn't have the bullet bra. <laughs> well, that's what they redesigned for the comic book. I didn't realize the comic book was supposed to be mimicking the '66 Batgirl. So I am a complete moron. Uh, I think the suit looks great. I think it looks. I think they did a good job making it look like the comic book and keeping it respectful for the uh, the OG Batgirl costume. So uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be cool. Directed by the guys who did. Bad Boys for Life. Uh, So, you know, at least they know how to do action. And uh, yeah, it will be on HBO Max this year, 2022. Does this take place in the uh, Michael Keaton, like the Tim Burton Batman, that that universe then? That is a very good question. (laughs) We're not, (laughs) we won't be able to have a definitive answer to that until the Flash movie comes out. The Flash, Uh, which takes place in the DCEU that also has Michael Keaton as Batman. Um, oh. and it's the Batman from 89. Uh, but this, but we don't know for sure. I mean, obviously, it's got to be the same Batman from 89, but we're not sure how, that, how this works with Batgirl. Because, I mean, traditionally, Barbara hmm. Gordon is Commissioner Gordon's daughter. I don't know if is Leslie Grace is going to be J.K. Simmons' daughter. <laughs> maybe <laughs> his granddaughter, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so uh, while we're in the, uh, in the realm of Gotham City... Uh, Something that did happen on a... All I
1: can think of is that... I'm sorry. All I can think of is that R. Kelly song from Batman and Robin. Gotham City.
0: Gotham City.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) Jeez. Hopefully, no one's going to be peeing on Batgirl. Okay. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. All right. So, uh, sticking with the... uh, (laughs) Now Now, it's in my head. Damn it, Joey. In a realm of Batgirl, there was some artwork uh was a, a mural, a painting that was on a set of Batgirl. And inside of that mural, there was an image of Michael Keaton's Batman. And there was a Robin. Uh, so it it's safe to say that at some point, uh, that version of Batman does get a Robin that's not Chris O'Donnell. He gets a, a re- regular Robin. So with that being said, it looks like rumors are casting a character that's going to be Dick Grayson. is going to be that long-awaited Nightwing movie that we've... Uh, <laughs> That we talked about like five years ago, I think. (laughs) We talked about that movie so long ago. That was like uh, four phone upgrades uh, ago, so I don't even know. I don't even even have that phone anymore. But the the rumor is Dylan O'Brien, he of Teen Wolf TV show and of uh, the Maze Runner is possibly going to be Nightwing. Uh, They will introduce him in the Batgirl movie, and he will eventually star in that long-awaited Nightwing movie. Uh, So, Joy, how do you feel about Dylan O'Brien as Nightwing?
1: I think that's great casting. Um, Shockingly, the Maze Runner—I didn't watch the sequels. I watched the first one out of boredom one night when I was just laying on the couch. Uh, It was a stunningly adequate to good movie, and um, he was great in Love and Monsters, so I know he was— towards the end of the casting decisions for Spider-Man too. I think he's one of like the final people that Tom Holland beat him out. But uh, yeah, I think he's a good actor,
0: man. I'm all in. He looks, he looks the part. Let's do it. All right, cool, cool. All right, Alec, what about you, man? How do you feel about Dylan O'Brien? Are you familiar with any of his work?
2: You know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not familiar with with Dylan's work, but I am happy for Dylan.
0: I'm happy (laughs) that he is
2: getting work, you know, paying his his bills. So I'm not familiar with him. But I'm happy he got. I'm happy he's, he's working. Did you not see Love and Monsters? I did not. I did not see Love and Monsters. I know. I I'm the horror guy. I'm I'm the scream. It's kind of horror. It's about monsters. There <laughs> there is love also, so it's not false advertising. <laughs> but, okay, okay. I like that. Um. No. Now the one thing is Nightwing. Aside from being that ride at Six Flags, he is the son of is it no no it's what robin becomes right right that's right right, right. okay okay i know a little bit <laughs> uh that's kind of cool though like he uh, you know but why why uh, didn't you want to stick as robin like is that just too childish of a character and you wanted to become like badass or
1: yeah i think at some point you don't want to go around in little uh, green booty shorts <laughs> <you
0: know. laughs>
2: yeah that makes sense no um yeah you know i yeah, I like the, the 90s Batman animated series, and I like Batman Beyond. Those are two things I was really into. And then the Dark Knight trilogy, man. Come on, come on, come on. It's amazing. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not i am a big DCEU guy, but maybe one I day. Mean, really, is anyone a big DCEU <laughs> guy? Well, you know, actually, that's a question I want to ask you guys then, because if you're, if you're big fans, I kind of look at it like Star Wars nowadays, where like the films aren't doing as great, but the TV shows are doing really well. Is that kind of the same for DCEU?
0: I, don't know, I think DCEU has its hit and misses, uh, you know, for every a Wonder Woman 84, you know, they might be able to squeeze something by with uh, the Suicide Squad. So it's kind of like ups up and down. Uh, they haven't really proven themselves mm-hmm. on the at least to me, they haven't really proven themselves on the HBO Max aspect of it. The CW shows are I mean, they are what they are. <laughs>
1: I think the CW shows, unfortunately, have kind of run their course at this point. I have not watched Naomi. I don't know if you checked that out, Mark.
0: I did. It was it was entertaining. It was, it was cute enough. It, it, I it definitely makes me want to see what's going to happen next. But there wasn't like a huge hook to it. Was did it make you want
1: to see what happens next enough to watch twenty two episodes of Naomi?
0: Uh, I'll watch. <laughs> I'll watch the first five, and we'll see. <laughs> talk, talk to me uh, around episode six. You'll read the read the highlights online. Yeah, I
1: mean the CW stuff's kind of petered out a lot. Uh the flash has kind of gone off the rails. There's no more arrow. Supergirl got real boring. Uh Superman and Lois is really good though. Uh or at least oh, the yeah. first season was. I have not watched the second season because when do I ever have time to do anything?
0: Uh, <laughs> well, the the, yeah. s- the second season just started. The first episode was uh, right before Naomi, and it was it was good. Okay. All right. Well then that's a couple strong shows then, but Yeah, I mean,
1: the actual DCEU proper and not the Arrowverse, it's just it's so all over the place. Like with Marvel, I feel like I can just say, all right, it's a Marvel Studios property. Nine out of ten times, probably nine point nine five out of ten times. They're going to at very least hit a solid double. Um, It's pretty (laughs) rare for them to screw something up. Whereas with DC, it's like they can knock it out of the park. This could be uh, the Suicide Squad, but also it could be Batman versus Superman. Yeah. <laughs> like You never know what you're going to get when you open the box that says DCEU. It could be crap or it could <laughs> be gold. Uh, give me the Swamp Thing. Give us a good Swamp Thing. They had a Swamp Thing TV show. It got canceled in one season.
2: <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind.
0: <laughs> well, to be fair, that was a really expensive TV show to make, and you know they just ran out of money.
2: Well, I'm named after him, actually. That's, that's why I say my dad is a huge comic book fan, which I feel bad not being one. But uh, he named me after the Swamp Thing, Dr. Alec Holland. He's just like, I like that name when I was a kid. That's, well, thank God he didn't name you Swamp Thing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh.
0: All right. So, yeah, Dylan O'Brien, I think, is a, a good choice. He was – I couldn't really take him seriously on Teen Wolf. He was playing the goofy Styles character. So I thought he was just kind of a goofball, but he proved himself in Maze Runner and he's actually really good was in
1: that. Wait, wait. Wasn't that Teen Wolf show mostly just like guys with their shirts off for like the ladies and the guys that like guys with their shirts on?
0: I believe so. I only watched a few episodes because okay. it, it wasn't it was the characters from the Michael J. Fox movie, but, you know, the dark and gritty but versions sexy. of them. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he was the goofball styles that I loved in the movie. And he was a goofball on, on the show, at least the with episodes abs. that I saw. Um, with abs, with it, with abs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he was—he's good in the Maze Runner, and he's really good in a movie called American Assassins, where he gets—he's a uh, a guy who goes on revenge assassin from he's a, America. He's in a yeah. He's a a guy who his girlfriend gets killed, and he uh, trains himself to be a. Uh, an agent, an undercover agent, and then he gets recruited by the CIA and Michael Keaton trains him. So he's pretty much already Robin at this point, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I think he's a good actor. I think he'll make an awesome Nightwing, wing uh, and he was really good in love and Monsters. So yeah, I hope this, I hope that works out. I'll be psyched for that. Nice. All right. Okay. And that's it. That's all I got for the news for this week.
1: All right. Well, you know how it is in January. Fuck you. It's January. Not a lot of news to discuss, but we did our best. And now we're going to move on to the main event, our review of Scream 2022. As always, we're going to start with our impressions. So you have an idea what we thought. They'll be non-spoiler, and then we will drop the spoiler drop, delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, you'll at least know what we thought. And you can bounce. The rest of you can stick around here. our discussion a little more in depth. So to start, what did we think of Scream 2022? Alec from Wheel of Horror Podcast.
2: Honestly, I enjoyed it. I left the theater, you know, in, knowing that the series is definitely has a place to continue. They honor the past. It uh, took the series in a little bit of a new direction. But overall, it's definitely in my top three screen films now. <laughs> top three out of
0: five.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> At least it's not number five out of five. So that's good. That's good. Right. All right, good. All right. Sounds like you liked it. Mark Ellis Reagan's.
0: Uh, yeah, as I mentioned before, I'm not a big horror movie fan, um, but I loved this movie, loved it so much. Uh, and I in my opinion on it was tempered by the fact that I just watched the other four like right before it. So I was like in that that ghostface killer mood. but uh yeah, I left the theater and I loved it. I can't wait to see it again. Awesome.
1: Um. Yeah, me and my son went and saw it this afternoon, so I'm pretty fresh from it right now. I really liked it a lot also. I, uh, I, I thought it was a really good sequel to the Scream movies. Of course, I have not seen four. Like I said, I did not watch Scream, the TV series either, but I, I did see the first three and I have seen the first two very recently we were trying to. Watch all of them together before the movie came out, but we just didn't get there. But I have seen the first two very recently, so uh, yeah. Scream, twenty twenty two for me, pretty awesome. Uh, really good update. It felt like a good. It felt good to see a reboot quill, I guess, to steal terminology from the movie. Uh, a reboot quill that didn't suck ass like the Matrix, and um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just was so happy. It, it it was good. It paid a lot of reverence to the past. Plan for the future i really like the lead actress's eyebrows and uh, yeah I, I liked it a lot so sounds like we've got three thumbs up so if you have not seen scream yet get out to the theater check it out and come on back or don't you've listened long enough to count as a download so now Ellis is going to uh, drop the drop and we're gonna spoil scream 2022
2: what's well, <laughs> the spoiler
0: is no, the spoiler
2: no. You will die alone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) God, I love that. All right. Things we liked. We always start with things we liked. Alec, what are some things you liked about the movie?
2: I liked that it took place in Woodsboro. So we get to go back to where the first movie took place and a lot of nice references. Um, We get to revisit, obviously, the three main characters of Sidney, Dewey, and Gale. Um, Then we also get to learn about the next generation of people from the first movie. So that was definitely a highlight for me gotta say that that Nick Cave song the red right hand which is played in all of them they found a place for it to fit in so I love that too um yeah I think that their uh, commentary on what's kind of going on in the film industry and in the horror industry in, spe- uh, in in um specifically that was also really cool too so yeah man I like this movie I left I left smiling the second I heard that phone ring when I was sitting down I immediately got giddy so I was I was excited <laughs>
1: What did you think of the new cast members in the movie? The, not the not the returning cast members, not the legacy characters. What did you think of the new characters?
2: You know, it's like with all of the Scream movies, they're fine. You know, they, they definitely, as opposed to the other ones, so many more survivors. And it's like, okay, well, clearly this is going to be the next, the sequel will have these people in it as well. It felt like the first one where everybody's like going into an ambulance, giving a thumbs up, like, ah, that guy made it. So, you know, it's fine. I feel like we're, we're stuck with them and whether you like them or not, but nobody was really a standout, I guess. I guess Samantha was was good, the lead, I guess, but aside from that. I'm a Sydney guy. I like Sydney.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Marcellus
0: Regans, give me some things you liked about the movie. All right, so things I liked about the movie. Uh I liked that the first girl Tara didn't die. I liked that she actually mm. survived the first killing. Cuz I thought for sure, you know, I know how these movies work. We the phone rings, girl talks on the phone, then she gets killed. Um so when they said that she was alive, I'm like, "Oh, that's so nice." Cuz she uh even when she's in a hospital, she's so like like vulnerable, kind of like I feel really bad for her. I really wanted her to survive. I did not want her to be the killer. <laughs> when we got to the end, I'm like, please, just let this this sweet girl make it through the end of this movie. So I really how was her. she going to be the killer? She was very there, small,
1: you know, slight build female character. She wasn't going to be tackling people. Or there,
0: anything. But there was that moment where you know you, it could have been. They kind of pointed to her, and it, it could have been her. I don't know. I. I when you, If you want to add logic to it, you're watching the wrong franchise, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I love the character of Mindy, uh, Randy's niece, breaking down the rules of the rebuquels or requels, whatever they called, and how Hollywood keeps making them. I loved that character. I love that there was a Randy representative uh, in this movie, because I realized these movies are not, I mean, yeah, they're, they're I guess, technically horror movies, but they're really commentary about movies and that i can get behind i love movies so this one being a being about a reboot i'm sorry a reboot sequel made perfect sense to me uh the girl equal a reboot a reboot, I <laughs> love it <laughs> i knew for sure like when i saw the cast when i saw that jack quaid from the boys was going to be in this movie i'm like there's no way he's not the killer He's definitely the killer. You don't oh. you don't hire an actor that good and not give him a little bit of scenery to chew on. So mm. the whole time I'm like, when the movie started, I'm like, okay, obviously he's the killer. And then they do such a good job of making me question that. <laughs> so for the whole movie, like, wait, maybe he's not the killer. Maybe and I they totally fooled me. Totally fooled me. So and I I liked his performance. And again, he he. They gave him some good meat to chew on towards the end of it, and I love that because I think he's an awesome actor. Uh, and the last thing is uh, the girl that played Amber, <laughs> uh, who was the other the other uh, killer. I like that she got set on fire and shot at the end because <laughs> yeah, yeah, she she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where she also got caught on fire and shot at the end. I'm like this poor actress, I feel bad for her. So uh, yeah, I, uh, I I love that about this movie. She's typecasted now. Yep.
1: Wow! All right, so you know, uh, right off the bat, I, I was I was thrown off by the fact that they did not kill the girl at the beginning. The first girl not dying, I was like, ooh, and that was good for later on in the movie. Like you said, Mark, even though it seemed implausible that she was one of the characters, you start to think, well, why didn't the killer kill her at the beginning? Like, because yep. it's they, they put a lot of pieces together really well. Red herring, Alec, were you able to pick out who the killer was, or were you shocked at the end? so shocked
2: like i really i really was um i didn't know who it was because everybody had a like i guess not a reason but like the finger pointed at them i was very surprised and again this is the first time you're right nobody died in the first scene but also there wasn't a mask being taken off and like you know somebody being like oh like that didn't happen in this one either so the reveal was even more of a shock just having to take out a gun Mm -hmm. yeah
1: yeah. Now I, uh, both times I was shocked by the killer. I, I I'm, I'm the same boat with you, Mark. I was not, I, I, right off the bat, I, so I was in the same boat. Okay. That her boyfriend is going to be the killer because it's the guy from the boys. Like <laughs> he's going to be the killer. It's pretty obvious. Even Dewey like says it right in the beginning yeah. of the movie. It's like, well, yeah. obviously your love interest that just randomly appeared in your life six <laughs> months ago is the killer. And she's like, no, no, no. And then they did a good job of throwing you off the, off the case of that. So yeah. I I was surprised at the end when it was him, but I wasn't blown away where I was very surprised when it was Amber. Mm. Especially, like you said, Alex, she just pulls out the gun and you're
2: like, oh, fuck.
1: Right. Yeah, it's like, on. Yeah.
2: I know, because they do give like little like breadcrumbs of red herrings to every character. You're like, I, oh, it could be that person or it could be that person. So, yep. Yeah. Still, I think the biggest reveal is Scream Four. That one actually surprised me. Uh, and to go back to what you said earlier about like a woman, like a small woman, not being able to do this. Scream Four. Oh, does wait, have Joey, Emma Joey has as the killer. Joey
0: hasn't seen it yet, so. <laughs> I don't, oh
2: I'm, shit!
1: I'm probably that's okay. I'm never gonna watch it this oh. <laughs> my
0: My uh, love of Emma
1: Roberts.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, so it does kind of like it. It kind of makes you think any of these people really could be the killer because Emma Roberts was the killer in the fourth right. one. So it yeah. Kinda, Adds that well, layer, I thought. Plus, it's a movie, so yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's it's fine. But
1: yeah, yeah. I, I I really liked the scream aspects of it, for lack of a better term. So, you know, we don't know who the killer is. I thought some of the teenagers could have been flushed out a little bit better, but I really yeah. did like um, Randy's really like step aunt children, aunts. No, I know, was, how are they related to him? He was their sister's kids. So they'd be his niece and nephew, right? Right. Mm hmm. OK, so like I, I liked them a lot. It was nice to see the returning cast. I was very happy that uh, Wes got killed in the movie. Um, <laughs> what? Because he was played by the kid that was in Goosebumps. <laughs> OK, I never saw it. <laughs> That's why. Hold on. I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting somewhere. He has a <laughs> band. This kid has a band. He's not really a kid anymore. I think he's like in his 20s. He has a band and his band is terrible. And (laughs) I almost had to go see them in (laughs) concerts. My daughter loves them. So I was like, get him, get him. (laughs) Boo! (laughs) That's horrible. (laughs) That's awesome. It was great. Um, Yeah, the storyline's great, man. I I really enjoyed it. I think they did a really good job of tying together the past and the current uh, cast, a new cast for uh, younger kids. younger kids I mean are kids watching this I don't know they probably are it's not that it's not that scary it's a little not that scary I was I was really upset the mullet guy got killed early in the movie
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know I was thinking too did you guys notice because I guess the whole thing of this movie that everybody's getting killed has some sort of relation to somebody that was involved in the original scream film right he's the only one that I couldn't figure out did you guys catch how he's related to like why did he get killed
0: He's a dick. No, <laughs> That's why. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's related to the Stu character from the first one. I want to say it's his okay. uncle, maybe, or something okay. like that. Okay,
2: I must have missed that. I don't know how the hell I missed yeah, that. Yeah,
1: they tied him in somehow, and I didn't remember it because he was such a superfluous character that it didn't matter. Um, but, yeah, I was upset. I, I just would like to see a, a different type of person. Oh uh diversity mark. I'd like to see some diversity. Who you get out of here. <laughs> yeah, me <laughs> of all people. Um just of characters, because we had a whole group of teenagers. Uh it would have been nice to see somebody that was kinda like a scumbag or something. Maybe for Scream <laughs> Six, we'll see that. But just like a different type of person enter the group uh for us to work with them instead of uh of them all being teenagers from the same school. But I realize that's the movie we're watching. Right. Um <laughs> we didn't get to any um old school people to get killed, like the Fonz in part one. So I was a little (laughs) upset. We got somebody from some 90s uh, TV show to come back and get murdered. But yeah, man, I just really liked it. But with things we like, there has to be things we don't like. So, Alec, what are some things you did not like about the movie? There has to be something, even if it's nitpicking. Oh, yeah.
2: I'm a king of nitpicking. Um, (laughs) All right. So here's the thing. Let's. The motive of of these killers is that they don't like the way that uh, franchises are going. And I don't know if you guys caught this, but it seems like they were talking about Star Wars and specifically about um, Ryan Johnson and the four. Uh, uh, what's oh my god, The Last Jedi. Did
0: you guys catch that? Yeah, that's the way I took it. Uh, mostly Star Wars, but definitely part of a uh, part of Ghostbusters in there too.
2: The, yeah, not so the I, new one, the last one. Ah, uh, right. And I I noticed the one line. You know, basically where they were just. Uh, Oh, gosh, uh, just ripping apart that what's happening now with sequels and prequels and all that stuff. But the one thing that I just didn't understand the the motive, how convenient the motive is, is basically Jack Quaid's character is on a chat room and then happens to be working at the same bowling alley as uh, Billy Loomis's daughter. OK, so that they happen to be working there. Then Amber, who's just on a chat room, also finds them. So we're this entire movie is basically hindering on the entirety of that relationship working out you know sam could just be like eh you're a friend i don't like you like that like so there's so many things that conveniently have to fall into place didn't he say that he found her afterwards though after he after he met he met her on reddit
1: and then he went and found um sam in modesto
2: right so i guess what i'm saying is like
1: but he still had to seduce her and become her right, boyfriend right and,
2: yeah Yeah. And like, he's so lucky that she actually liked him and this all worked out. So that that to me, I'm kind of like, of all the Scream reasons, this one is like the most far fetched to me, I think. And that's even Scream three, which is crazy. But um, yeah, so that was probably the biggest thing. And Dewey, no, like he's already made it to five. Let him live. But I get it. I get it. So those are my two biggest gripes is just the convenience of the killers kind of unfoiling their plot based on a relationship. But then also Dewey, Dewey's death. Would you have
1: uh, given up either of the other two legacy characters in his place or not any of them?
2: (laughs) So my thing is with these movies is like Halloween has Michael Myers. You get rid of him. It doesn't really work. Same thing with Friday the 13th. You get rid of Jason doesn't really work. This movie, you have Ghostface, but it's a different killer every single time. The thing that draws you to this movie are these characters. So once you've taken them out it kind of all loses substance. The entire movie franchise is based around Sydney almost getting killed and all these people wanting to continue this urban legend basically by being a part of it where, you know, if you get rid of Sydney and, and Gale and Dewey, it's kind of like, I don't know. So you can't kill Sydney. So I guess if you gotta go with Dewey or, or Gail, I guess go Dewey, but I don't know. I love them. I love them all. <laughs>
1: all right. Mark Ellis Reagan. So how about you? Things you did not like about the movie?
0: Yeah, there's a few things. Uh as I uh, wow. had pointed out before, the the character that was connected to Stew, uh, he just seemed kind of forced in there. So when he died, I didn't really care. I mean, I like the I like the actor. I thought he was really good, but they seemed to really force that character in there to to amp up the body count, I guess to say, which I uh, seemed kind of weak. There's the part in the beginning where Tara is talking to Amber on a phone, where she's texting her and a killer is like right outside of Amber's house and he's like I can be in there in like 30 seconds. If if uh Jack Quaid, if the boyfriend is out some other place, how who's filming her? Like who's filming Amber? If one killer is with the yeah. sister, then and the other killer is in the house being filmed, who's filming her? Don't worry about <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, man. I was like, yeah. Unless, it's, unless it was a video or something they sent, but I don't know. They may have filmed it beforehand.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. I thought for some reason. I thought, I thought the boyfriend and and the main girl was like. I thought they were like in the Midwest somewhere. I didn't realize they were still in California. So yeah, I guess that that could be it. The only thing I can think of, man, and this is such bullshit and they didn't
2: explain it, is if you have an Apple Watch, you can set your phone up somewhere and then press record on the Apple Watch and you can see what you're recording. But that's complete bullshit. So. But anyways, <laughs> it is
0: possible. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, that it is possible. You're right. But I'm pretty sure that, that footage was handheld because I think he was like yeah. ducking behind the bushes or something. Um, yeah, it's bullshit. It's- I, I did not like that Dewey died. Uh, I, I agree with you, Alec. I, I liked him. But I understand, you know, it's the, it's the rebuquo rules. You know, you got to kill off one of the legacy characters. You know, goodbye Han Solo. So, you know, killing Dewey, that, that, that makes sense. But I, I was pissed that they killed uh, Deputy Judy and her son. Like, I liked her. I thought she was really cool. And it, I mean, it, obviously, it's a horror movie. You got to have a body count. But I was really bummed that both of those characters died. I liked them.
1: And the last would thing. Would you have given up someone else, Mark? Would you have given up one of the other two I would have for given Dewey? up. I would have given
0: up Gail Weathers in a heartbeat. <laughs> in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> I love her character. But let's remember, Sydney punched the shit out of her in the first minute. Right. So I know oh, they're yeah. friends now, but you no, know, we can get rid of her. That's fine. The, and the last thing is the reappearance of Billy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, all right. So I get that she has visions of her serial killer father i get that you know it plays tricks on her mind i understand that but then you get to the end and the ghost of (laughs) billy like points her to the knife like get a knife right over there and then she like you know takes the knife and does the big ending you know don't mess with the daughter of a serial killer blah 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 and then i think like billy like kind of gives her the nod like yeah that's my girl and i'm like wait a minute are we we supposed to be like cheering for billy now (laughs) Like is this like the is this like the Ghostbusters uh, scene of uh, the, the the main character coming back and like giving a thumbs up to like one of the, the new characters? So that I felt yeah. a little weird about. I don't know if I want to go like yeah billy good job i don't
1: think were I you uh were you waiting for it to be like the end of return of jedi at the end and like everyone would be dancing <laughs> all the police officers and some be dancing and like, <laughs> meg would, or sam would look off to the side and see like billy and fucking yep. matthew lillard
0: like dewey oh standing there God. as ghosts like, who do you think you are sam sam prescott <laughs> <laughs> Some random lady on a camel would just show up and ask what her last name is. Oh, and Sydney's like, the, the hell you are, Prescott. Nah, get out of here. Got to earn that name. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Those are those are the few things that I didn't like about it.
1: All right. Uh, things I didn't like about the movie. I'm going to agree with you guys. I did not like Dewey getting killed. Um, it seems like he had survived four other crazy movies. <laughs> he he should have survived this one. I, I agree with Mark. I would have given up Gale Weathers. Uh, in a heartbeat yep or i i hate to say it but i would even have given up sydney um in a shock moment like that would have been a crazy <laughs> shock moment uh, if if you were gonna do that i would have made her the first kill at the beginning of the movie though
2: oh no oh. i would have flipped out dude yes i would
1: have
2: flipped out that would
1: happened. you have stormed out of the movie theater alec
2: well, dude, actually, it's kind of funny. I uh, I had a like a large Dr. Pepper, and I had to pee so, <laughs> so bad. And literally, like th- right after Dewey got killed, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna piss my pants. And I left. And I'm imagining people seeing me leave are probably like, dude, that guy just couldn't handle it. Like Dewey's death, He just couldn't handle it, man. <laughs> like, it's a big WCW fan. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, ah, Ready to Rumble is my favorite movie. <laughs> that's that's right. the only reason I'm here. <laughs> Screw you, scream. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, dude, oh, yeah. No. Well, yeah, yeah, No, nah, dude, don't kill Dewey. Don't kill him. Yeah,
1: yeah I just, uh, I don't know, he felt like the heart of these movies, even if at this point he's old and, you know, we're trying to move on to a new cast. It just, just I, I really, they should really should have killed Gale. I, I think they should have killed Gale. But yep. that's my own is,
2: feeling sorry, can I just give this really quick? I'm noticing a trend in all of these kind of like requel kind of movies like star Wars d- did it and Cobra Kai did it and vs. evil dead and this. And there's so many movies where the characters that we loved are now in between this gap become just like alcoholic trailer park people, like all of them, <laughs> but it sucks. Like what the hell happened to everybody? Like Luke's living off on some Island drinking milk and all these people we love. Why do they have to become like, I don't know. Like, like losers, kind of.
1: Well, I mean, wait till Ryan Johnson directs the next Scream movie, and Ghostface is living in a cave and doesn't like killing people anymore.
2: So. Right, that's what I am saying. Like, why does all our like childhood fantasy or childhood characters turn into like, I don't know, well, people that forget how to shave?
0: We, they they just have they've been through some shit, man.
2: <laughs>
1: Do right. we see I some know.
0: shit, man? We have to give oh, them. Man. We have to give the old heroes the journey to come back to reclaiming their their. Their, uh, You know, their glory. If we did like a diehard six right now, John McClane would be sitting somewhere in the trailer with a big old beard, not wanting to get back into it. And we would pull him back. And by the end of the movie, he'll be shaving and have the tank top on and killing terrorists. So it's all about the hero's journey The again. Yeah. But
2: Dewey dies and so does Luke. <laughs> they don't get it. They don't get the they don't get that moment with the tank top.
1: I mean, once you've banged 90s Courtney Cox, I mean, where else is there to go from there?
2: (laughs) That's true. That's true.
1: (laughs) Definitely not back to her botoxed lips in this movie. Good luck. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. She looks rough and she looked better in this than she's looked in years, which is crazy. They must have had um, somebody off camera with an end swell, like pushing down her face.
2: Oh, Um, my God. God.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I mean that. I just didn't like them killing Dewey. It was it was a tough moment, and I mean it works in the movie. That's the thing. As much as I hated it, it works in the movie. You uh, you feel that emotion. It's it's good movie making. It just sucks as a fan to see right. it. So it's not. It's actually I don't feel it's really like a Last Jedi thing where people are going to be upset in doing things uh, mm. on the internet like this movie implies because it. it it works in the movie and it works with the storyline. It just sucks. Like I I would love to see him in scream 12, uh, 10 years from now, (laughs) but it's not going to happen. Maybe they can bring him back as a cyborg or as a twin brother or something, (laughs) some sort of, uh, some sort of movie trope they can make fun of. Yeah. I mean, there really wasn't much to to dislike about this. If you're a fan of the Scream movies, I, I wish more of the teenage gang, the, the suspects for lack of a better term could have been fleshed out a little more. They, just they, the some of them they felt like uh like just character sketches almost um the the girl randy was fine um yeah main character was fine uh but like her football player boyfriend brother not her boyfriend hers her brother <laughs> her football player brother and his like uh mean punk rock girlfriend yep. and stuff I, I actually thought it was hilarious when he wouldn't go <laughs> sex oh, with her. oh my god that <laughs> was hilarious He didn't want to get killed that was good that was good that was a good that was good, that yeah. was good but Uh, I just wish that, you know, the movie maybe, ah, God, I hate, I hate to advocate for movies being longer. God, I hate to advocate for it, but an extra 20 minutes spent, um, just with, with these characters doing stuff together, um, even if it involved like investigating things or just learning a little bit more about them. So I cared a little bit more when they got killed because a lot of them felt like, uh, checking off boxes to have people get killed later on in the movie. So
2: Well, also considering we don't get the legacy characters into the movie until like I don't even almost an hour in until they're all there, and then yeah, you're right. We don't learn enough about the people that we do see for so long, so it 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 was weird. Yeah, you're right. I did like um, when
1: the guy that I was happy got killed uh, from Goosebumps. Wes, I loved that scene with him being killed. Not just because it was good, but because I loved the fake outs where he kept closing doors.
0: <laughs> right. And you're like, ah, yeah. no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was good. They did a good job playing with the tropes on that. But uh, there usually isn't much to dislike about the movie. I mean, I, I, I don't want to nitpick too bad, but mostly it was just the characters. Did Alec, did the football playing brother survive? Was he in one of the ambulances at the end?
2: Yep. Yeah. He gave the well, uh, cliche like thumbs up as he's getting put in. Okay. <laughs> I yep, thought structure. that
1: was him, but they glossed over it so much that like when my son and I were walking back to the car, we were both like, wait, did that guy survive? Did he not? Cause he was like rolling around the ground, gurgling in his own
2: blood. <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> really and, and that was a brutal, like realistic kill. Like, which I don't, we haven't really seen in a scream movie in a long time where it felt like, you know, just kept going at it and very real. And, that's yep. something that you don't see in in uh, the screen movies is different from the other slasher films where they're like getting thrown into wood chippers or getting split in half or any of this crazy stuff. This one is real kind of like murder. It feels yeah. like.
1: Yeah. Um, even the first one, the kills are not that violent for a horror slasher movie, except for the last battle between them at uh, their house at Skeet Ulrich's house. <laughs> Yeah. Which there's just blood everywhere. <laughs> it's like a bloodbath. Um, I thought when they killed Dewey, was pretty violent, too. That was pretty, pretty brutal. Like, like they actually like felt like they went over the top to make sure people like us were not like, oh, well, <laughs> he could
2: come back. <laughs> yeah, because he's gotten stabbed a lot throughout the series. They talk about it in this one, too. It's like yeah. nine times. I'm like, oh, it like, wasn't going to be G.I. Joe, the movie where at the end they're like,
1: we just got a call from the hospital. Duke's OK. Yeah. <laughs> <Right.
2: laughs>
1: After we saw him get fucking disemboweled. But, yeah, I mean, that's about it for what I didn't like about the movie. But I got to ask questions. I always have to ask questions. Alec, what was your favorite character in the movie that was a new character?
2: Hmm, it's a good question. You know, I guess I'm going to go with Sam. You know, I think she just has the most depth. At this point, you know, she is kind of doing the Dexter thing now where she's seeing her s- serial killer. Or, I don't know. She's got this dark passenger with her now. So it's kind of that'll be interesting to see where she goes from there. It's not just going to be a regular survivor story. It's like a survivor with an edge. So that's that's something that I liked. Aside from that, the other characters, you know, the twins are just kind of like watered down Randy's, you know, so it's like, cool. We got them, <laughs> but still got Sydney and Gale.
0: Hell yeah. Um, Mark Ellis Regan. Uh, yeah, my favorite character is Mindy because I love the Randy character. And I love when any character s- stands up and starts talking and it sounds like I'm talking. She's saying like everything <laughs> that I'm saying. And I'm like, yes, I agree with you. Yes. So uh, I love her. I love her character. Just like I love Randy. I, I love that whole aspect. And I-, and I love the fact that they brought back Randy's sister as their mom because <laughs> when they introduced yes. them, they're like, oh, yeah, that's Randy's niece and nephew. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, that that can't be right because that would make what's her name their mom and then the mom walks out i'm like holy shit i love this movie
1: so good (laughs) that was good awesome yeah for me it was uh it was definitely sam uh probably my favorite new character like i said the end when we started i loved her eyebrows um (laughs) she's very attractive um and i checked she's in her 30s so it's not creepy Uh for me to say that and um i as goofy as it was. And I'm sure you guys found it as goofy as I was um, having uh Skeet Ulrich as her Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> really opens up a whole world of insanity and nonsense for these movies going forward, which I don't know if they'll ever touch on that. I don't know if we'll get a sequel. It's doing well at the box office, but God, I would love to explore that more. That was absolutely ridiculous. So, Definitely uh, one of my favorites. Alec, will you see a, another sequel? I'm I'm sure you would anyway, even if you have to for your podcast. But <laughs> would you w- would you feel confident going to see Scream 6 after this?
2: You know, I was really skeptical about this one just because Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson, this is the first time they that neither of them have been involved. Um I will as long as Sydney and Gail are in it. If if they don't come back, I'm kind of just like it's like the TV show. I didn't watch that because I'm just like I don't feel a connection to this. Mm-hmm. So if they're not gonna have them return, I'm not really interested. Um, and I do want to ask you guys, what do you guys think about the title?
0: <laughs> I love it because Ooh. they 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 specifically make a joke about it in the movie, so that made that made it worth it for me. Yeah. I I appreciate
1: the joke in the movie, but I hate I hate it. I hate when they do stuff like this, because when I look at my Blu-ray shelf, it's going to go scream, scream, two, three, four, scream.
2: (laughs) Yeah, doesn't work. That's how it goes. What do you guys think it is? What, what like, why wouldn't they just put Scream Five? This is Scream Five. Like, why is this not Scream Five? It's what, it, why, like, lot, why do you guys think? It's specific. a lot of
1: studios are moving away from numbers in the mm-hmm. title of anything. Even you see the Marvel movies are all like Captain America: colon, The Winter Soldier, not Captain America Two. <laughs> they they don't want the audience to feel they had to go back and watch four movies before they watch this one. Basically, even though you really. At the bare minimum, you need to watch the first one.
0: Yeah. And I, I think it's a very specific shot at the Halloween franchise. You know, we're like Halloween and then we're going to forget all the other movies ever happen, and then we're going to make a sequel, but we're going to call it Halloween. So it's a, you know, it's, I think it's a very pointed joke. It sucks that it kind of bleeds over into real life, but I love it. I it's hilarious. Yeah, I just,
2: it, it feels like it does a disservice because if the new generation comes in and sees this and they haven't seen the other ones, like, they're not going to understand the appreciation for it, I feel like. And seeing all of them, like, it's such a fuller story, you know? I, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know what the hell they're doing.
0: Well, you know how there was, like, the, you, the Star Trek movie oh. that J.J. Abrams did, and it's, you know, it's a reboot of Star Trek, but still Leonard Nimoy is in it. So is it Star right. Trek or is it Star Trek Seven? It's, you're right. Uh, they're ju- it's just screwing with people. The answer is yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Alec, if if none of the Legacy characters come back, you're out. Uh, I'm still going to see it, but... No, I was going to say, not, not saying you have to see it for your podcast, but just like if they didn't come back, you'd be out.
2: <sighs> no, I'd still see it. Fuck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God damn it. They got me. They got me.
1: Yeah. I just, I, I can't imagine... The hoops they'll have to jump through to get Sydney and uh, and Gale back again, and uh, Courtney Cox is like pushing sixty. I'm sure. Uh, how old the f- <laughs> old is uh Neb Campbell? How old is she? Gotta be getting up forty eight. All right, they're getting older now. You know, they can't be coming back for these crazy movies. <laughs> Marcellus Reagans, are you in line for Scream Six?
0: Yes, hell yes. I've I've fallen in love with these movies since I rewatched them because they're they're more about movies than they are about horror. So uh, yeah, I'll, I would definitely be back for uh, for Scream Six, especially if it has right. uh, Sam in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she she survived. Her and her brother survived, so I'm sure she'll be back.
0: Wait, Joey, and do, I don't think do you, do you remember uh, the the main girl from um from uh, In the Heights? Yes, that's Sam. I didn't realize that was the same person. No, it's not, is it? Yeah, the lead girl from this oh, movie is. is the lead girl right, from yeah. In the Heights. That blew
1: my mind. I remember when we reviewed that, I said she was hot. So I'm keeping uh, consistent <laughs> with my uh, my takes on movies. Here. Yes. <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, I'll go see Scream 6. I mean, I would probably have to for the podcast anyway. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked this one a lot. I, I thought it was good. And I, I want to see where they go in the future with this uh, story, line, these new characters and even bring back the old ones. So, yeah, I'm in for Scream 6. I'd love to see Stab 8 with a fucking flamethrower and, <laughs> and ninja um, fucking ghost, ghost phase. I was rolling when they played that. Mm. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. All right. One last question before we rate the movie. Alec, we got Scream back. What other 90s, early 2000s teen, non-teen slasher movie needs to come back next?
2: non-teen slasher movie Doesn't even, it could be teen or non-teen
1: just a 90s horror movie because we all remember scream came out and then there was this renaissance of
2: multitude of horror movies came out in its wake so is it you want to bring any of them back you know there is one which i haven't watched in a while which i keep talking about do you guys remember from 2002 is called ghost ship you remember that movie yes yeah i had it in a paper clip case dvd Yeah. So like, it's not great. You know, there's the scene where she thinks she's eating maggots. That's pretty much the only thing I remember. But you know what? Why not bring it back? Why not have another ghost ship movie? You know, it had that uh,
1: fantastic opening scene where the guillotine thing like slices all those people. in
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Okay. so, yeah, dude, I don't know. That's a that's a movie that they could with better CGI. Maybe they can make the ship look better. And. I'm down for ghost. Maybe it could even have something to do with oil spills. I don't know. I don't know. So and you can uh, you can Cameronize it. It could be ghost ships. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. See? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like multiple ships. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. They find another ship and they think they're safe, but that's another ghost ship. There we go. There we go.
1: Boom. It, it prints money. Marcellus <laughs> Riggins, what do you
0: want to bring back? Uh, I'm going to bring back the Falcote. Uh Robert Rodriguez, like oh. um, a high school horror movie. I think Robert Rodriguez is still working. And I think what's his name, Josh Hartnett, is still working too. So I say bring him back, Brino's bring him back, and bring back a new cast and set it in another high school.
1: Uh, Rob Rodriguez is uh, directed, I think, two of the three episodes of Book of Boba Fett that have dropped so far.
2: Yep, the pilot, or yep, he did the pilot and the second one. Yeah. All right. Well, thankfully, the TV
1: adaptation has been canceled after one season, so it is time to bring back. I know what you did last summer. <sighs> Let's get it. Give me.
0: 2022 jennifer love hewitt immediately (laughs) i was legit about to say that too (laughs) but but i'm like i I don't remember what jennifer love hewitt looks like now so maybe i'm just gonna hold off on that
1: i have to google (laughs) but i'm pretty sure i'd be saying you still got it I know uh Sarah Michelle Galar and uh, Freddie Prince Jr. are still out there. I'm sure they're uh they're they're up for it. I don't
0: know. I think did they die in that I'm pretty sure they died it. in that no. Hellig- one. No, yeah, Sarah Michelle Gallagher ah, f- definitely died in, in the first one.
2: The third one was really bad, if I remember straight to DVD. <laughs> and the, right, the that killers. doesn't count. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so this could be like we forgot the third one. It's kinda like Terminator-ish. I don't know.
0: Hmm. It's a reboot quality. Right. It's a requel. <laughs> So it it won't be I, I it won't I be, be part three. It'll just be I know what you did last
1: summer. It won't be part three at all. I still there's I still know what you did last summer
2: and
1: <laughs> I'll always
2: know, what you, did last I'll always know what you did
1: last summer. Oh no.
2: Yeah. Wow. This one could be like, seriously, I'm really always gonna know what you did last <laughs> summer.
1: Speaking of of uh Nev Campbell, how did Wild Things get more sequels than <laughs> I Know What You Did Last Summer? How did that happen? <laughs> Anyway, that that would be my pick. I I, I think it's it's ripe for a reboot. I think people fondly remember the first one and two, and no one remembers the third one or the TV show. So knock it out of the park. Let's go get me Jennifer Love Hewitt back on the big screen. All right, that's it. We're going to rate it zero to five. Five being the best, zero being the worst. Alec,
2: what is your score for screen? I'm going to go with a 4.2. I really like this one. Yeah. I think for me, it goes scream one, two, five, four, three.
0: All right. Mark Ellis Reagans. I'm going to give it a four. Solid four out of five. And the the order that you gave, Alec, I absolutely agree with you. 100%. All right. Uh, I am going to
1: also go with, oh, man, it's tough. This is tough. This is tough. (laughs) I want to go four, but I don't think it's a four. It's like a 3.75 all right so i'm gonna go 3.75 but i'm gonna blow on that a little bit because i do like that girl's eyebrows and i'm gonna make <laughs> it a four <laughs> um yeah this is great if you like basically it goes like this if you watch the first scream movie the second you've seen probably seen the third fourth at that point um in the tv show if you like the franchise you're gonna love this movie i don't know how it's gonna play if you've never seen any of them before probably you're gonna hate it um, You should at least watch the first one and then watch this one. So as a fan of the, free, the previous movies, I liked it a lot. It's four out of five for me. And that, my friends, is our review. Scream 2022. So we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up. Alec, tell us all once again where everyone can find the Wheel of Horror podcast. Give us a recommendation as well for the listeners of a movie or TV show. Something that they should check out as well.
2: Yeah, thanks again, guys. This was awesome. Uh, So, yeah, we do The Wheel of Horror. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, our website, wheelofhorrorpodcast.com. We're also on YouTube. We're growing our Twitter following, so you can find us on there, Instagram, Facebook. And, yeah, new episodes are Mondays and Fridays. And right now we're doing Book of Boba Fett every Wednesday. Uh, So, yeah, if you want to listen, we have guests all the time. We have industry people, just huge horror fans, huge movie fans, huge Star Wars fans, all that stuff. If you want to get an idea for what we do, yeah, you can go back. We just did all of the Scream movies. So if you want to listen to Scream 1, 2, 3, and 4, we just released those as well. So you can check those out. All right, Marcellus Reagans, how
1: about
0: you? Yeah, I want to recommend everyone check out American Assassins. It's available on Prime Video, and you can possibly see the new Robin uh, get trained by the old Batman. (laughs) All right, sounds good. Well, I want to recommend that Alec watches Love
1: and Monsters. I think that's the first important thing we need to recommend.
2: Yeah, I'm going to look it up right now.
1: Second of all, I want to suggest everyone goes to sowizardpodcast.com, where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. There's movie reviews, comic reviews. There's so much more at sowizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com backslash so wizard podcast. There is hours of free exclusive content there. Adam is dropping on uh, new interviews and unboxings as we speak. So check it out. Don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content this month. It's the only place to hear our reviews of Encanto and don't look up and more. So check it out. Uh, Let's see. Real quick update because I've had a couple people reach out to me. Aubrey is not dead. Um, (laughs) So Aubrey lives in Virginia. There was a crazy snowstorm two weeks ago, and it destroyed the Internet, so she couldn't record. And then the Internet was intermittent with her getting it back, so she couldn't catch up and watch the Wheel of Time in time to record and, and be able to review it. So she wasn't on that week. And obviously, as we talked about before, she doesn't do horror movies. But she will be back next week when we talk about our worst movies of the year. So the worst of 2021 is next week. So she'll be back. Don't worry. She's not dead. She didn't leave the podcast. But We are super thankful to everyone that filled in, especially people like Alec, who helped us keep this running with no weeks off. Uh, I have a recommendation. Uh, check out Book of Boba Fett. It's about three episodes and maybe four by the time this drops. And I, I'm curious to hear what people think about it. I am very curious to hear what my co-hosts think about it when we review it in a few weeks. But that is my recommendation because, like I said, next week we are splitting up the best and worst of 2021 into two episodes this year. Thanks, Morbius. And... <laughs> We'll be doing the worst of 2021 next week. So come on back and check that out. And that, my friends, is gonna do it for episode number 389 of the so Wizard Podcast. The march to 400 continues. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host from the Wheel of Horror
2: Podcast. We've got Alec. Thanks a lot, guys. This is awesome.
1: Really appreciate you stopping by. Check out their show. It's awesome. I listen to every single episode markellis reagan's the expert
0: everybody have a good week uh be careful when you answer the phone and uh wakanda forever
1: i, I gotta be honest with you this movie could have been 10 minutes uh, landline rings uh, millennial says a landline and then roll credits <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week good journey